Welcome back. I guess we can say this is season two of the Wandering Freelancer podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and today we're going to be talking about gambling, whether that be at a casino, lottery, or sport betting. We will be discussing the pros and cons of gambling, if you have an addiction, and how to overcome the addiction. Towards the end of the podcast, we will give some valuable support for anyone who wants to get away from gambling or to control their spending with gambling. First off, this summer break has made me realize that producing a podcast is pretty much a full-time job. I got married in March and then did a few more podcasts in April and then just stopped. Work travel was picking up and it was hard unless I had a few shows in the can to keep the podcast going. I did pre-plan for the busyness of life to happen and allow the podcast to suffer. I don't want that to happen again, and I would like to give a weekly podcast without taking breaks. So instead of saying season two, let's just say a return from vacation break. So let's begin a deep dive discussion to the world of gambling, share some struggles and some advice on how to control or get rid of gambling addiction. Gambling has a long history and likely dates back to ancient civilizations. Evidence of gambling activities have been found in ancient China, Egypt, and Greece dating back thousands of years. Games of chance and betting on the various outcomes have been part of human culture for a very long time. In China, gambling houses were widespread in the first millennium BCE, and betting on fighting animals was common. Lotto games and dominoes appeared in China as early as the 10th century. Playing cards appeared in the 9th century CE in China. Records trace gambling in Japan back at least as far as the 14th century. Poker, the most popular U.S. game associated with gambling, derives from the Persian game Aznas, dating back to the 17th century. The first known casino, the Ridotto, started operating in 1638 in Venice, Italy. Gambling has been a main recreational activity in Great Britain and the United States for centuries. Queen Elizabeth I charted a lottery that was drawn in 1569. Horse racing has been a favorite theme for over three centuries. By the early 20th century, gambling was almost uniformly outlawed throughout the U.S. and thus became a largely illegal activity, helping to spur the growth of the mafia and other criminal organizations. The late 20th century saw a softening of attitudes towards gambling and a relaxation of laws against it. There are many types of gambling from casino to non-casino. In the casino, you have table games which consist of blackjack, roulette, craps. Most casinos use slot machines to draw in the players for the chance of big money. Your non-casino games are pretty much horse track betting and lotteries. I really didn't think that I had an addiction to gambling. It kind of snuck up on me. I had enough money to cover everything, so I didn't see the losses in my bank account. I did a little gambling here and there, but only when I would go to Las Vegas or even a cruise ship, not the one that I worked on. We did have crew bingo, though, on the ship, and I did participate in. Growing up in Dallas-Fort Worth, we didn't have any casinos close by. In 2003 is when a casino was built in Oklahoma that offered an hour's drive from DFW, straight up I-35. I would go up on occasion, maybe spending $100 every five months, maybe. I didn't really have the urge to go gamble. I would occasionally win maybe 50 bucks and just walk out $50 richer. Windstar Casino, the casino across the state line, has a player's card that keeps track of all your winnings and losses throughout the years. Let's take a look at 2017, when I first started gambling up there. You can see on the chart, $80 in and dollars out. This is how much money has gone through the machines. Let's say I put $100 in a machine. If I were to bet over a period of time, 
depending on the bet itself and how long I bet, my dollars in and out would increase. A $100 credit machine playing on penny slots, doing 75-cent bets, depending on if you get the occasional win or the occasional lose, will reflect on the dollars in and dollars out. So for 2017, as you can see, my dollars in is $465. My dollars out is 406 This doesn't mean that I put $400 in the machine. It reflects the amount of wins and losses through the playing history of the year. But as you can see, my dollars in is greater than the dollars out of 2017. So I took a loss for the year, a $59 loss. Let's take a look at 2018 with $746 in and $711 out. Again, with another loss of $35. Not bad, really. I would have considered this entertainment for the year. I could have probably, during my time, cashed out for a win, but decided to take a chance to earn more. The greed aspect of it. In 2019, still not much betting, $137 in and $62 out with a loss of $75. So here comes 2020, and this is where you can see a jump over $1,000 for my dollars in and dollars out. That year, I did a lot of betting, running the earnings through the machine. It shows $1,154 in and $1,125 out with a $29 loss. This doesn't mean I put $1,000 in. We've got to remember that the dollars in, dollars out just reflects on how many credits money won also has been through the machine. This is where it gets rough. In 2021, I had $18,841 in and $15,910 out with a loss of $2,931 for the year. Still, my finances at this time, even through COVID, were doing good. But I kept on wanting to go back because you get this itch, this urge to want to win big which is plastered all over the billboards around DFW saying, come to Winstar to win big. I felt like at the time that the casino is where I was going to get rich. I have seen videos on social media of people playing and winning thousands. If I would just keep playing, I'd be one of the lucky ones. This really didn't sink in until 2022 when my loss for the year hit me like a bag of bricks. $113,690 in and $102,418 out. I had one jackpot, which is called a hand pay for $3,250. I had at the beginning of 2022. I will tell you, there's this one thing called a jackpot high. Once you get one, all you want is to have more. You will take your winnings and come back to try to land another jackpot. You see the videos of others online, which makes it seem that they get jackpots on a daily basis, or at least a weekly basis. So I continued to come up quite often in 2022, hoping to win and get jackpot after jackpot. But as you can see here, by the end of 2022, that jackpot that I got earlier in the year didn't mean anything. Over the 2022 year, I had a loss of $11,272. My adjusted loss with factors in the one chatbot that I made had me at an $8,022 loss for the year. I felt like crap. Each night when I would make the one-hour drive back home, I felt depressed because of the money I spent, the money lost I would never see again. I noticed a difference over the years of gambling. Earlier years, I would only be playing minimal denominations on the penny slots, but being told that if you want a hand pay, you need to bet bigger denominations. So I decided to wander into the high-stakes area, betting between $1 to $10 per bet. Betting that amount, your money goes by quickly, especially when you only bring $100 to the casino. So to the change that, I decided to bring $500 each time. I usually went up twice a month, so that was around $1,000 per month. 
The additional high of winning was keeping a good grasp on me. Plus, WinStar with their Players Club would send you free play to entice you to come up and play. A lot of times there would be a comp rooms, $20 to $50 free play, free crab leg buffets, free $20 in food comps, anything to get people to come up and gamble. It was sickening, but I still wanted to come up and take the chance. I was chasing down for some perks to the Players Cup points that you get by playing. One of them was free golf at the golf course, which included two-hour golf lessons per month. I felt like this was an awesome offer, especially since I wanted to get better at golf. But did this membership really cost me $8,000? I could have played at a public golf course for cheaper. I could have gotten lessons for cheaper. But yet, I lost $8,000. I also had some plans to do with the money that I would made. I wanted to help people, to help them get their feet planted back on the ground. It has been a goal of mine since I was younger. I've always wanted to purchase an old abandoned hotel, remodel it and change it up where people could get off the streets, help them find a job, and set a course for their life. Pretty much like what the Dream Center does in Los Angeles. But at the time, I didn't know that trying to get that income by gambling would not help me get closer to where I wanted to go. I don't have a place I call mine yet. But here I had plans to gamble away the money I could use to get a place I can call my own. Now we are in 2023. Now I honestly started to fall into the same trap I did in 2022. Bringing $500 up the casino and taking my chance at winning it big. Still playing high dollar slots. $5 to $15 spins. I started this year with three jackpots. One of them started with $20 machine and was betting minimal 75 cent bets. By $17, I won a bonus game and received $2,500 jackpot hand pay. In total for the year, I have won $6,311.02 worth of hand pays. $114,172 in and $108,488 out. My total win-loss is the negative with $5,684, but my just a win-in loss only shows me for a win of $628. So you got to look at it this way. I have won $6,311 worth of money, but the casino now has taken nearly all of it back. I'm only $628 ahead of the casino as of right now. At this point, it hit me hard. Really hard. The amount of money that goes into the casino. Yes, they are a business. They are there to make money, but the losses are tough. I am done with the depression after losses. Just recently, at the beginning of August, Winstar gets me with Premier Status which gives me complimentary golf and two-hour lessons per month until December. I've been using this to my advantage while trying to limit my spending at the casino. Honestly, it's a hard thing to do without having accountability to keep yourself in check. That is why at the end of this podcast, I want to develop an accountability system for anyone who's listening or watching that if you have a gambling addiction, you can have accountability partners. You might not think you have an addiction to gambling. Or that you don't go crazy and spend $1,000 per month gambling. Maybe just a trip to Vegas for a few days and that's the only time. Or on the seven-day cruise ship. You might ask yourself, should I gamble? Well, the answer to that is based upon your income that you have. My advice is if you have the money to do it and you feel like it's the money you should spend at a concert once a month, that's you. And you can use your money however you want. But if I can offer some advice, if you're looking for some money to help you pay off that car payment, that house payment, to get that electricity turned back on, then I would choose a different outlet for getting money. You might need to sell some stuff in your house or your garage to get that money. Don't take the chance of your only $500 or $1,000 double to get a hand pay. It's honestly not worth it. 
Do the pros outweigh the cons? This is something you have to take into effect with gambling. Some of the pros are entertainment. Gambling can provide entertainment excitement similar to going to a movie or a sporting event. If you do this once a month as your entertainment, the gambling may not be a problem for you. Social interaction. It can be a social activity when done with friends or in a casino setting, offering opportunities for socializing and bonding. I usually go with friends and sometimes we group pull together or bet individually, but I'm usually with someone. Potential winnings. There is a chance of winning money, which can be enticing for some. Keyword is that there is a chance. It's hard to determine the statistics on the, when the machine will pay out. The skill-based games. In games like poker or blackjack, skill and strategy can influence the outcome, making it more than just a game of chance. Table games may give you better odds than slots. The adrenaline rush. The thrill of taking risk and the adrenaline rush can be appealing to some individuals. This is a huge rush, especially when I said earlier about jackpot hand pays. There's a certain high when you have a win. Now let's take a look at the cons of gambling and see what values you the most. The financial losses. The most significant downside is the risk of losing money. Gambling can lead to substantial financial losses, sometimes causing financial hardship. There have been times when I kept withdrawing from my bank account because I wanted to recover losses from the night and I dug myself deeper into the hole. Do not go looking for a paycheck to help pay off bills for the month. Addiction. Gambling addiction, also known as problem gambling, can have severe consequences on a person's life, leading to financial, emotional, and mental health issues. While sometimes I don't consider myself a true addict, it does affect my emotions and my mental health when I play and especially when I lose. Sometimes we need to walk away and concentrate on things that will help our lives. The emotional distress. Frequent losses or the ups and downs of gambling can result in stress, anxiety, depression, and other emotional problems. Pretty much my drive back home on my losses, I'm depressed. I'm angry. I'm mad at myself and question why I keep on going back up. Relational strain. Excessive gambling can strain relationships with family and friends due to financial problems, deceit, or the neglect of responsibilities. I don't see much of this, but I don't want gambling to ever get to this as an issue. Legal issues. Engaging in illegal gambling activities can lead to legal problems and potential criminal charges. If you go to legit casinos, you will not have an issue like this. But in areas where gambling is illegal and you create to find the underground poker room, it can cause some issues if the establishment is ever busted. Time consumption. Gambling can be a time-consuming, taking away valuable time from other important aspects of life, such as work, family, and hobbies. There are no clocks or windows in the casino because they do not want you to know what time it is and how long you have been gambling. So many times I've been gambling and lose track of time, realizing it's four in the morning. The next day you're sleeping in to catch back up on sleep, so now half your day is gone because of gambling. Just be aware. False beliefs. Some individuals may develop irrational beliefs or superstitions related to gambling, leading to unrealistic expectations. I see this with others. They have assumptions about when a machine will pay or when it will not pay, and that it's getting close to paying out, and that's why you need to pump it and put more money in. These slots know exactly when they will pay. It's all predetermined on the time and only the computer knows, not a person. Health issues. Excessive gambling can lead to physical health problems, including sleep disturbances, headaches, and stress-related ailments. The noise, the lights, the sounds. 
It's hard to immediately fall asleep after staying up late gambling. The sound of the machine still ringing your ears hours after. When I would go, my drive back would be in complete silence just to have the noise of the road help regain my head. Also, staring at the screen for hours on end without the blue being taken out also affects your sleep, plus stranger eyes for that period of time. Loss of control. Some people find it challenging to control their gambling behavior, leading to impulsive and reckless decisions. This is one of the biggest factors for me. I felt like I couldn't stop. I was always wanting more, a bigger win. I could get up $200 and was still wanting more money. If I have come from a week of losses, I was looking to win to help take my losses to a win. This was a big issue that I struggled with and others struggle as well. This also ties into financial desperation. Desperate attempts to recoup losses can result in even more significant financial problems. I lost $100. I put $100 in and helped recoup the $100 I lost. I lose that and keep on putting money to recoup the previous losses until my losses get bigger and bigger. There is no stopping it until your wallet is empty. Then by that time, you fall into cons of gambling, the emotions of the loss. Not saying that these are all bad, but these negative effects can lead to an addiction that is harmful for you. If you're a millionaire and dropping $1,000 in a casino month, that might be okay. Go ahead. Just look over your budget. Set aside a budget for gambling if that's your desire, and don't go over your budget. But wouldn't you rather that money go to something else that would help you out in the long run? Because it's time to start investing. Where can that money go instead of the casinos? Well, you can pay off some bills, some debt, and some credit cards. You can use it to invest in retirement, some real estate, pay off that house. There are numerous things that you can do with money that you would spend at the casino. I prefer now to take trips instead of giving my money to the casino. There are plenty of places around the world that I have yet to visit. With my lifespan getting shorter and shorter as we are aging, I want the chance to visit these places to create an adventure. If I just give all my money to the casino, the only adventure I get is walking around from slot to slot, from table to table. What joy does that give? Now you'll be tempted to go up to the casino every so often. Sign up for a player's reward. They will send you items via the mail or email, offering free rooms, free buffets, especially the seafood buffets. Who loves crap legs? They want you to come up and spend money. Offering these comps doesn't hurt the casino financially because they know they will get the cost from people losing. The more you spend, the bigger and better the comps are. If you're struggling with gambling and want to get out, there are plenty of sources out there to help with your addiction. I believe accountability is a great way to keep yourself in check. You can visit my website at www.wanderingfreelancer.com. That's www.wanderingfreelancer.com, where I have links listed for gambling help. Also, there's a link to the Wandering Freelancer Discord, where you can find others that are struggling with gambling and need accountability. If you also want to give your story about gambling, be sure to find me on Discord and share it with me. If you feel comfortable, we can discuss it in the future podcast. Let's come together to get past gambling addiction. Until the next time, keep wandering. Keep wandering.